You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Lauren from Your Dose of Death Podcast. Welcome to another episode. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, my newly crowned co-host. Of course, we're talking about Michael Servino Esquire. I'm going to use that. Thank you, Patreon, for that one. Um, But anyways, this episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to be doing kind of a news breakdown of everything coming up because there is a lot to get into. Um, Summer is literally upon us very soon. Um, A lot has been happening. And a lot is going to happen, excuse me. So we don't want to waste any more time um, than we do. But of course, before we get into today's episode, thank you as always to Crimson Mask Apparel and Grateful Deathmatch for being sponsors of the show. Um, Let me just get on this shindig. I got a whole bunch of notes here. Um, So first up... um, GCW has a lot going on. Um, let's first get into the shows that happened just literally yesterday as of this recording. Um, the They did the Columbus, Ohio, Detroit, Michigan double pack. Um, first up in Ohio, um, Ohio, he has a, a lot of cool stuff here. Um, looking over the, um, the whole show here, um, Blake Christian defeated... Dante Leo with the potential Johnny Gargano call out. Um, Murdoch defeated Joey Janela, which was the main event. So Murdoch looking strong with that um, that ultraviolet title. We'll get into the bigger news later. Um, so I know I, I still got to catch up on these shows, but I know, Mike, you were able to watch the Ohio show. What was your initial thoughts on the show? Uh, it was cool, dude. Um... They had a pretty packed house. At, I think it was at a fairgrounds in Columbus. Um, I knew a couple people in the crowd, but it looked like a new, fairly like new audience. So it looks looks cool with uh, GCW expanding to these new markets. Um, and Columbus is definitely you know a, a market that seems like it has a very strong wrestling scene. Um, they had also this is pretty uh, niche, but uh, they had like a really good sounding ring. So if you go back and watch this show, like all the bumps and all the moves just sounded so like, it's like, you know, when that ring hits and it's like, bam, it's like, all right, the ring sounds cool. Um, But otherwise really good stream, really good uh, video quality. No, no audio issues, no video issues. So it was an easy watch. It was around like two and a half hours. Uh, I like the show. Um, There were some cool matches. I like that Janela Murdoch match a lot. Obviously the main event, uh, was good. I also really liked um, if you go back and watch it, the Nick Wayne versus Zayn match. Um, okay, that was good and non death match related, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, it was it was pretty solid. Um, also, Gringo Loco and ASF had a had a match. Um, was pretty 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 solid. Uh, but yeah, the main event, I guess, is what we'll probably talk about the crux of it. And um, I heard somebody reference if you were to tell them one year ago that. 
uh, John Wayne Murdoch would come out with a GCW belt wearing a GCW shirt and pin Joey Janela clean for a win, they would have said, you're out of your mind. But that is the world that we are in, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that really is the world that we are in. I made the same sentiment. I was like, if you were to tell me that I would be at NGI 6 and all of a sudden I just see John Wayne Murdoch in a hoodie and khakis pull a brain buster on Alex Cologne to set up the feud that we are in now. So this was, that was November of last year to now we're in April of this year. I would be telling you that you're out of your damn mind, but we are here. Charlie Murdoch is, he is holding the torch for the GCW ultraviolet division. And he plans on being there for a little bit. So um, I'm very excited for the run he's on. And um, we'll get to the Detroit show because there's a lot there on his plate and especially a few others. Sure. So, um, yeah, let's get on to the Detroit show. That's the one that's more. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Also, I'm just looking at the car now um, for Ohio. Gage did come out in the beginning, hyped everyone up. Like, so it's cool to see Gage kind of like, you know, resting his body, doing these kind of more like uh, staff, you know, man. Appearances. Yeah. Appearances. Okay. We also awesome. had a, a good match. Cologne um, versus uh, Deppin. Cologne got the win. And that was a, a pretty solid, like hardcore match. Deppin came out and was like, no weapons being used. And Cologne's <laughs> like, screw that. Um, and then I would also go back and watch the second gear crew versus Big Starks brand. Yeah, that was, I heard that, that was, was cool. Fun. That was just like a, a cool, fun, like, uh, like match where the second gear crew was just really pummeling them and they had like the underdog come from behind. It was cool. So um, I, I love when second gear crew does those like six man tags and like the best way they're like the best spark plugs to the crowd because there's just so much is going on and it gets into the crowd it gets they're scary so they're like a disaster but it's a, it's a good disaster good waiting disaster. to happen yeah. so i mean i love I, I love me a good sgc match on a gcw card so mm-hmm. next up the detroit show which was i think the bigger story of the weekend i mean looking here um janela defeated bandito that's a big one um Minoru Suzuki defeated two cold Scorpio. Minoru Suzuki having the time of his life in America, of course. Uh-huh. Um, I saw Murdoch defeated Hoodfoot. Um, Cologne defended the TNT Extreme title for the first time in American waters against Jimmy Lloyd and um, retained. And um, there was some big news after that match. And then, of course, um, the big the big story being the high incident match with Briscoe's and SGC, yeah. which. Um, Ended in a draw um, to the surprise of a lot of us, but it seems the Briscoes have found their real match in second gear crew in the form of Mansur and Justice. Those those four seem destined to fight forever, if not, yeah, with a belt or two in hand. Um, yeah, this show is cool, man, for real. Harpo's is a cool venue. Um, definitely um, a good Detroit is a wrestling town that has been um, revived per se, over the last few years. And I think even in the world of deathmatch wrestling, there is a very um, big resurgence in the deathmatch world coming out of Michigan. Of course, can't talk about Michigan without talking about Randy West, the current RPW Rust Belt champ. Um, Cannot talk about Detroit without talking about the the young guns and Tommy Vendetta, who has been absolutely killing it. Um, He may have flipped me off at RPW, but he has gained my respect 100%. And I then, thought he was going to make an appearance because they were down an opponent. And a lot of people on the Facebook forums <laughs> were talking, maybe Tommy would come out. I was, <laughs> I was hoping for it, but uh, 
you know, we did get a, a good replacement for um, AJ who couldn't make it. Yeah. In uh, Jimmy Lloyd. So we had Jimmy Lloyd versus Alex Colon for the TNT title. And whenever these two get together, I always like it. I always, it, it always is interesting. They, they have some fun together. They always do well. And I, I know Colon has, has said uh, he's gone on the record and it's like when, whenever he's paired with Jimmy, you know it's going to be a good match. So, um, But let's get to the – so, yes, high incident in a draw. But the bigger story here – In our um, world. In our world, of course. Shawe um, Murak, who defeated Hoodfoot earlier in the night, came out to confront Cologne and said, I want that other belt you have. See you in June. And it was, in fact, you who broke the news – to the world that COS is in fact what we thought it is. It is age of survival. And I believe that for all of you that were salivating at the fact for Cologne, not even winning TOS, now he's on the other um, show June 5th and defending his TNT extreme belt versus Murdoch's GCW ultraviolet belt in cage of survival. In a monumental main event, the first time, the only the second time TNT has had their belts, their stream belt, I should say, even defended on American waters. But for Murdoch, he has the potential to not only have taken the ultraviolet belt from him at spring break, he has the potential to take the extreme title, potentially going to the UK himself and defending it there. Let's not beat around the bush here. (laughs) <laughs> he has the potential to end Cologne's career because folks go back and watch the history of the cage in, uh, in the other promotions that have had a cage of survival cage of death, whatever you want to call it. Like these are the most crazy, insane, brutal bumps that have ever happened in deathmatch wrestling have happened in the cage. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect for this. Like this is, this is nuts. Um, I know that the CZW, when they held the cage of death, they had, uh, you know, barbed wire. And then two of the sides were kind of at an angle. It was just like panes of glass and and like webs of, of, oh, man. The fact is, this is a career, potential career ending match for both guys. Yeah. Um, It's, it's, when COS was first announced, me and you had this conversation off camera here that, Maybe it is cage of survival. Maybe we are getting the return of a cage of sorts, not an art of war games cage or anything like that, but a singular cage that has the pure intention of destruction behind it. And yeah. nonetheless, Murdoch and Cologne will be the, the historic first entrance sure. in the cage of survival. Um, this just makes COS weekend all Unreal, the more man. insane. Um, if you like, thought, would, how are they going to top Cardona, who came last year? I don't know. Maybe the cage of survival can top Broski. And I maybe yeah. I don't know, but all we know is cage of survival is in fact confirmed. It is in fact happening June fifth, two thousand twenty-two. Cologne and Murdoch seems to all signs are pointing to them being the main event, unless something crazy happens. But that's for another discussion for another time. Um, we still have a bit more GCW. There are. There's also um, the um, there's a couple shows next weekend, this upcoming weekend. This will be released Tuesday, so the the week of April 30th, May 1st. Yes. 
Um, the bigger stories for us is basically um, the TOS qualifier matches. We have four of them separated to two, two shows, so two on each car, card. Um, I'll just blurt out all four. So all right, four, you, you stay who you're picking. I'll say who I'm picking. Yeah, first I'll announce the matches, and then we'll put our picks in for the Let's qualifier. So all four qualifiers, Hoodfoot versus Akira, Sawyer Wreck versus Slade, Brandon Kirk versus Matt Tremont, and okay. Jimmy Lloyd versus Shane Mercer. So um, let's go from what I announced, Hoodfoot versus Akira being the first one. The hardest, I would say this is the hardest one yeah, to man. for me. I got to go with Akira because I feel like he's taken a bunch of losses and it's his time to get a win and improve that he can roll in TOS. But I could... uh I don't this know really think. could be either way, and I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to go with Hoodfoot. Okay. The fact is, Hoodfoot has become a cornerstone of GCW in, in the span of not even a year yet. Yeah, that collective weekend, he killed it. The collective weekend was good, but I'm talking about Cologne versus Hoodfoot, Tremont versus Hoodfoot, where Tremont really gave him a rub. Killed that, um, There, A lot of stock has been put into Hoodfoot, and I think maybe this is the crowning moment for him. but. This is really as 50-50 as it gets for the qualifiers. And there are four of them. So um, next up, Sawyer Wreck versus Slade. I'm going to go first. I got Sawyer Wreck. Um, Her stock shot up really, really high after her planned death debut, her GCW debut. Um, I've known about Sawyer since No Peace. Um, For those of you who are just kind of discovering her, I'm like, I remember watching No Peace Underground, and I was like, who is this ginormous lady walking in who is, like, using staple guns, light tubes? I'm like, and I'm like, oh, she's like the Deathmatch Amazon. I'm like, holy yeah, sick. crap. I'll go so, with Sawyer, too, man. Sawyer really has shot up the, the ranks here in a very short amount of time. Um, so I, I can see her. I, I do like Slade. I don't really know if he's Deathmatch material yet. If he, if, he, if he wins, he has to go all out. Yes, exactly. But he has it, to prove himself because it, I've never seen I've seen him take one tube. No yeah. disrespect. I don't take tubes, so I'm not like I'm not <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's it is what it is. And I think Slade is still kind of discovering. He's a very good hardcore wrestler, but as a deathmatch guy, we're not sure yet. Um next up, Matt Tremont versus Brandon Kirk. Probably the oh. second. This is the for you the toughest one, but for me the second toughest. These are my guys, man. Um, <laughs> it was I should know to everyone listening to this or watching that it was Matt Tremont who requested this match personally. Because Kirk's the fucking man. Sorry. <coughs> go ahead. And he can go at the highest level. I think he deserves to be in deathmatch main events. And I think he's been, like, put to the side for too long. I love <laughs> Matt Tremont. I would like to see him get a TOS win and kind of, like, kiss the career. But I'm going to go with Brandon Kirk because I just think he's hungry, man. I've been really having a hard time with this one more than I thought I would. Because, I mean, Tremont's the, one of the, is the most decorated American deathmatch wrestler in tournaments ever. There is not yeah, a guy who can man. touch – there are guys who cannot even remotely touch the resume he's had. I mean, he is a two-time King of the Deathmatch winner, I believe. He is 
or actually it's the, it was Carnage Cup. He's a two-time winner. He's won King of the Death Match. He has won several other tournaments. I believe Masters of Pain being one of them. But um, this could – I am kind of on the same page with you about Brandon Kirk being in TOS. I think he's hungry. I think he's a guy who – he's almost been like a deathmatch nomad for the last few years. I mean, I will say ICW, he has found a home there. He has found he, – he's become ICW's ace in the hole. And it's very surprising that he's become that, but I feel like he become more. And he he has history with GCW. He was a part of the very first few shows. Yeah, he 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 does have history. And so maybe this is his way to get back in by getting into TOS. And I gotta say, Brandon Kirk here. Uh, the yeah, more and more I think about it, Tremont gonna pull another one of those this guy promos. Of course, for the guy who he has appointed as one of his trainers at the H2O school of Brandon Kirk, which was almost a, a sweet moment in yeah, itself. Yeah, it's poetic. So, I mean, this could be – that's a very interesting one. But, of course, last but not least, Shane Mercer versus Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy is um, – Jimmy. <laughs> I'll just keep it at that. Um, and Shane Mercer, I mean, he has dipped his foot into the deathmatch world and is impressed every single time he's been in I one. See, so, um, I'm going with Mercer. I'm yeah, Mercer. I, uh, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I mean, Jimmy and T- Jimmy's been in TOS before. It's it's nothing new for him. For Mercer, this will be a f- second GCW tournament with NGI being the first. Dude, Mercer's money. He is. Uh, there's. I don't know what he cannot do. Yeah, dude, anymore. So, so I mean, he has dipped his foot into the World Death Match, and I mean, he doesn't need to do them as much, but he can, when he does them, he. He is as impressive as it gets. So, I mean, it's very interesting, these four. I like the idea of qualifiers. Yeah, I, I really like do. Yep. I think I think you got I think after last year's tournament, there were some questions that rose with the idea of just kind of giving the fans just people they want to see. And I think Brett looked in the mirror and was like, maybe there's some guys that could be in it but maybe not, but I'm going to put them to the test to see what they do. Yeah. And especially being Atlantic City a month away from TOS, it's almost perfect that these qualifiers exactly. in Atlantic yeah. City. So that's just how I see it. I think these are great. I kind of hope they continue for the next, for the future. But um, for now, I think all four really have the potential to be good. So uh, those and are the there best. there were some auto they, qualifiers who just got in because they're the best. They, they, their, their resume speaks for themselves. So they don't need to go through the gauntlet per se. I think I agree with what you're saying. There's some people that, you know, you don't want to throw them out there and then they don't deliver. So let's see if they can a month prior in the same building, same fan base. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. You know I mean? So let's get into that. Um, Tiramar Survival Weekend, June 4th through the 5th. Cage of Survival, as we talked about, being June 5th, but Tiramar Survival, the the basically the deathmatch fans equivalent to WrestleMania, I would say it's the grand, it's one of the granddaddy of them all. Um, for us, I, I put out there that for a lot of us who are followed GCW, TOS is like our WrestleMania. Yeah, this is my favorite show. It's so. it's 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 a, it's a it's a lot of people's favorites. For and sure. um, excluding the qualifiers that we talked about, we we can officially announce. Three entrants, Drew Parker, of course, former BJW champion, former GCW ultraviolet champion, 
isn't back in the States. And as of June, he will be a freelance wrestler. So coming back to the States, um, I'm happy about Drew being back in it. So as someone from Chicago, I was really bummed when Drew Parker could not make it to Chicago. So yeah, he's supposed to be in Hammerstein, supposed to be in AC. He was supposed to be in a lot of places, man. Drew, if for those of you that know Drew and have known that his GCW run, he was with them for a long time before moving to Japan full time. So, I mean, this is really a full circle moment for him being in terms of survival. He's sick, bro. Then uh, moving on to entrant number two, Rina Yamashita returns to a GCW ring. First time since NGI 6. Deathmatch uh, Amazon. That's Sawyer Rack, but I Rina thought Yamashita. was the Deathmatch. Oh, was she? Okay. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe I, I always call Sawyer Wreck the Deathmatch Amazon because she just, really is, yeah. Um, but real Rio Yamashita, of course, uh, loved being GCW. Um, her and Charlie Evans had a hell of a match the night before in Detroit. Um, shout out to Charlie Evans, Chavs, as I call her. Um, no, she's back in Australia. I had a great one with Joel that I'm excited to see, but um, Rena, Rena is back in GCW and been in another Deathmatch tournament. Um, has been in Freedoms, Ice Ribbon, um, has been everywhere in the Japanese hardcore deathmatch scene, and she um, has really grown. For I got to shout her out for people that might not understand this. She is a female fighting men in a men's promotion. It's wild, dude. She is neck and neck and holds her own and is, quite frankly, like – Really, really good, and um, she held her own. She, she held her own against Atticus in NGI. Dude, she she looked better than him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, that was like going to a major market like Chicago for Rena, and it was her first time in the states, from what I remember. And it's like she really impressed and i mean she got the call back so i think that speaks for itself this is not someone you mess with no and last but most certainly not least the one i'm very excited about i know mike is like about to just get giddy with emotion i can't wait um the former king of freedoms champion himself torsu guillero the big surprise is entrant number three in tos a humongous get I mean, game-changing, no pun really? intended, no. get for GCW and TOS. For those of you that have not seen Toru, his run of 2020 was fantastic. While COVID did sideline a lot of people, Freedom's found a way to overcome the pandemic a little bit, and he put on a hell of a year in 2020, 2021. This is I, my favorite Japanese deathmatch wrestler. Man, I'm a Takeda guy, but Toru, he really shot the ranks for me. Um, go watch him versus Ueki. Go watch him versus Kasai. There is an endless amount there for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but Toru is a huge get for GCW and for Deathmatch fans in America who are curious about his style. And uh, the best way to describe him is, is strong style honed in just with a lot of glass he is very strong style yeah very like very 
kind of like baby face, very like he rah rah, but like hones it in, has really worked on his craft. His finisher is a punch, but it's, it's, it's like an elbow. It's like an elbow. It's tubes on your neck and goes yeah. bam into yeah. It's it, it is a nasty finish. Um, he's real. I think this is a great. I mean, again, TOS continuing <clears throat> the great history of um, Japan competitors in the tournament. I mean, Uweki has been in it before. Um, but we're here, Drew, Rena, and Toru round out the first three entrants of TOS. I believe we have one more surprise entrant aside from the call. That'll be based on the ultraviolent championship match between Radrick and Murdoch. Yes. Maybe in my mind. I mean, maybe. No, I haven't talked to anyone about this, but my Mm -hmm. mind is like Cole puts on a great performance and then gets invited into the tournament. That's what I think. I, I do agree. I think Cole should be in this tournament. No question. I think he is. Put on two of the better death matches that GCW has seen throughout the calendar year. Oh, yeah, man. He's crazy. So, um, he's done them, he had done them before, but it's just kind of been very sporadic appearances in the death match world. And now he is, that's the other big news is Murdoch versus Radrick during that April, that April 30th weekend. He's going for the GCW Ultraman Championship. But so that is all the GCW news, um, that we have that's applicable to this podcast. Um, TOS looks awesome. Of course, COS, the Cage of Survival, will be making its debut in Atlantic City. That is one. Um, I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but we're, you're just going to have to wait and see. Of course, I should put yeah. out tickets are near sold out for TOS. At least the first three, four rows are sold out. So get on those if you're coming to Atlantic City. COS, I believe, only the first row is sold out. Um, but you can buy tickets at GCW. Um, they're on Eventbrite. So, um, and for all news and whatnot with um, GCW, you can always follow um, Mikey Kings Road Wrestling, but also just keep up with GCW socials. So let us get on to the other bigger summer news since we last talked. IWA Mid-South is returning to Chicago for the first time in near two decades. Um, and they are returning with not only a couple shows lined up at the Summit Park District for the year, they are bringing King and Queen of the Death Match, um, which yours truly, as well as my lovely co hosts, are both attending for all three days of sh- or two days of shenanigans. Oh my goodness, two days. Um, but we have the official fields for both. Tickets um, are still on sale for mid set for both. Um, yeah. Believe front row is sold out for um, King of the Death match for both days. So what I have here, this is the men's. The field is as follows: John Wayne Murdoch, Arrow Boy, Eric Ryan going for the three peat, Kevin Giza, Orrin Vite, Dale Patrick's, The Carver, Tank, Masada. So many people. The Hoodfoot. Sad boy Michael Kane representing Deathmatch Outlaws. Callum Butcher representing Australia, Deathmatch Down Under. Then the Bev, Bobby Beverly, Neil Diamond Cutter, Dirty Ron McDonald. Dirty Ron. Dan Sullivan, Satu Jin, Hello Hardbody, Remington Roar, Jeff Cannonball, Otis Kroger, Dane Tomato, the Power Squat God. 
Tommy Vendetta. And last but not least, a returning champion, the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. This this is, as Ian Ron has pointed out, the biggest King of the Death match he's ever done with 24 entrants. 24 Mm -hmm. entrants. So a lot of names, a lot of guys that we are all familiar with. Um, 24 men in just two days, a lot of fuckeries being planned, and it is all being held at the Summit Park District in Summit, Illinois. Um, also, just want to kind of give a tidbit here for those of you that are not sure, pulling back the current just a little bit. Brett Lauderdale was responsible for getting Ian Rod in the Summit Park District. Really? Um, yes. Ian Rod credited Brett Lauderdale for hooking him up with a venue and back in Chicago. They, um, for those history buffs out there, IWA Mid-South used to run in good old Joliet, Illinois, about a good 30, 40 minute drive away from me, but they are now in Summit Park, Summit, Illinois. Um, so Brett Lauderdale, thank you for getting Ian Ron in touch with the Summit Park District. That is really cool. Yeah. So Brett Lauderdale being the helpful hand in the world of independent wrestling, however he can, and King of the Death Matches back, but we should also discuss Queen of the death match the field is the biggest field for queen of the death match history 12 women let's go over it the defending queen herself rebecca payne re-enters queen of the death match jules malone ludark shaitan from mexico sage sim supreme from california vixen representing australia death match down under gabby gilbert uh who i believe or no, okay, I'll go on. I think that's Mariah Moreno. Mother Endless. Um, Mariah Moreno is the first um, member of the LGBT community to be a part of Queen of the Death Match, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Um, then Lindsay Snow is on this tournament. Sarah Docks and cap, um, capping it off at number 12, Amazing Maria returns to Deathmatch Wrestling nice. after taking a break. So that is your queen of the deathmatch field looking at king and queen what are your first impressions of both fields They're, it's like pretty stacked right king is an incredibly stacked i mean it's this is the other granddaddy of them all this is the real granddaddy I would, this, yeah i would say these two are the top from i mean pos and the king of the death are really the top two tournaments yeah. of the year um, we wouldn't go unless it's good oh of course but um, um but I'm excited, dude, because we're both going. Um, obviously, we're going to hang out, so I'm excited about that. Uh, hit up Chicago, but also both these cards—they're absolutely stacked, and like some of my favorites are on them. So I'm really excited for both of them. I didn't know that Lindsay Snow was on Queen, and I saw yes. her at No Peace, and I was highly, highly impressed. She has been out for a long time, but she's made her way back to wrestling, and I, she had always she was intended to be. And an ICW No Holds Bar show when they were at the pawn shop, but she got hurt right before. She's the Florida man. Florida ma'am. Florida man. Florida ma'am. Okay. Um, uh, I got a root for Tremont though on the other end, and yeah. I got a you know Tremont Masada. Obviously. Bam. Bam. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be great, man. Um, man, be- looking at the the King Field, um, it's a great field. Um, really some good names, also some names that are going to surprise people. I mean, Callan, I've known for a while now, who is a great friend of the show. 
as well as a, a great friend of mine. Um, been great with the Australian Deathmatch Championship. I'm excited to see how Cologne versus him turned out when Alex made his trip over to Australia. Um, Michael Kane as well, another guy. The, the British Deathmatch scene is kind of a scene that has been waiting to erupt. It has not been able to get off the ground, I think because of COVID still, but it's still there. Rise, shout out to Rise, Kumite. Yeah, I haven't really um, seen much TNT. I've seen more. TNT as well is another one. Um, I've seen more Rise, honestly, because it's just. Games of Death. Hard. Games yeah. of Death is probably the one you've seen. I saw um, Mark Mark. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there are the big hitters like Big Joe and Clint Margera, but Michael Kane getting the shot is a great deal. I mean, the de- represent Deathmatch Outlaws. Like, oh, I always got to rep them. Um, Big Joe kind of got me into the Deathmatch Outlaws in the UK. Like so, who, 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 does, who doesn't love Big F and Joe? Um, but he's like, Michael Kane, though, is a guy I think a lot of people in the Brits are very excited about. Michael, so, is he, is he Kane, coming to He's coming to King of the Death. Okay. Making his you. United States debut as well. So, um, Shout out Callum Butcher, though. Yeah, oh. Callum, I'm really excited about. Um, excited to see Masada finally back in Chicago. Um, Tremont in Chicago. I've been kind of begging some promotion to book him in Chicago again. It feels like he's never here. Um, so, in my neck of the woods, at least. But um, then going to the Queen, um, mm-hmm. Dixon from Deathmatch Under, another great one. Um, really happy that she got the call. Um, she's been really impressive in DMDU. If you haven't watched her matches, highly recommend. Her and Mad Dog had that awesome no with barbed wire match in DMDU. That was very fun. Um, I got to see some of the, I've been hearing like the, I guess last weekend's DMDU was really good. Is that not up yet though, right? That the, so, oh, the last week's DMDU is not going to be up for a bit. But the one where Alex and Joel team is going to be up this week after AEW Dynamite. Okay, so none of them are D- DMDU. For those of you who are curious, they they'll they'll do the live shows. So if you're a fan overseas, maybe mute their pro, their account for like a day, but then unmute it because you want to give them the support. They do it live on IWTV. No, they don't. They don't they do don't. it live. Yeah, okay. but like their social media is like Instagram. They like put their the some of the clips on story. So you just you want to stay away from that while it's live, but then they they edit it and film it for IWTV like two weeks later. Got it. Got so it. So it's like a two week process for them. Um, I like DMD. They have they have done a few live shows, but they're on like ten or eleven at night, like on a Saturday here and it's Sunday Australian there. Australian time, yeah. So um, no support DMDU support um, King Queen of the Death Match would be really awesome. The only way to watch it live is to be there. Just yeah, saying, these are not streamed. These are not streamed. Not they, they they may be on Smart Mark, maybe if, or somewhere down the line, but to be live and to see who wins King Queen, you gotta be there. August nineteenth, August twentieth, King of the Death is happening in Summit Park. So um, that's really the news there because the we could go all day talking about a twenty four man roster. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I'm gonna have to clear up some phone space to. Get some yeah. video about that. So I'm just gonna want to give a shout out to a promotion who has been nothing but supportive um, when it comes to being at the show. I said TW Milwaukee is bringing back Insane Eight, of course, another year. Um, NDC, two. Neil Diamond Cutter is defending the crown after his third year of being Insane Eight. 
Uh, of course, Orin Vite is returning. Akira is returning after defeating Neil Diamond Cutter in a qualifier match to secure a spot in the same eight. Mickey Knuckles, who was unfortunately not in it last year, but she was secured a spot after winning the Hardcore Challenge. She is entered in this year, so hopefully we can see her in it this year. Then um, Eric Dillinger is making his debut at Insane 8. Uh, or not debut at Insane, but he is making his Insane 8 debut, I should say. Uh, Vic Capri returns, who was in it last year, who had a nice match with Orin. And Jeff King is in it. So that is seven. The eighth person is a match. Let me just see here. I believe um, Remington Roar, Aiden Blackheart, and one other have the potential to um, get a spot in St. Eight here. Let me see. Okay, it's a four-way death match to determine the last person. It's between Remington Roar, Dalton Diamond, Bull Bronson, Aiden Blackheart, all four, um, all four of these last spot in insane eight so we'll see who wins there um so yeah just try out insane eight that one's also not going to be live streamed that's going to be in i have to look that it's going to be in july it's going to be in, uh, on sunday july it's july 31st july 31st June, july august yeah there's a there's a lot going this tos is like the star of the summer deathmatch season um yeah so yeah, there's there's kind of like the big three tournaments that I am going to be attending. Big four, I should say. Um, some other news here: um, Ice Demon No Holds Barred, the Deathmatch Circus is returning July first, July second, in maybe Michigan. I may or may not be going July second. I'm still figuring that out, but um, I'll be at the June twenty fourth uh, New York. ICW show. I got front row. I've never sat in the front row on one of these shows, and I don't know if that was a good idea or not. Uh, you'll see. There's always a sense of danger. I've been to ICW. There's always a sense of danger it's with cool. those shows. It's definitely cool. I, I sat. R- I sat. Um, I sat RPW front row when I RPW ICW did the two pack, and um, I even felt the danger there. But yeah. um, I believe it's just. I think Joel versus Casey's the only match announced for June, if I'm correct. So far, yeah. So, yeah, Joel's coming back for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I thought it would be cool if ICW had a little tournament, but I guess it's not. Uh, it, that, that's not that's not their bread and butter. But uh, also, we should talk. They're going to be in Boston very soon. Yeah. Um, which that one is sold out. That's a very good draw for them in Boston. Um, just looking ahead here. Um, then they also announced some chat, another round of Chattanooga shows. Yep. But, um, you know, yeah, the big one, um, Deathmatch Carnival, uh, or Deathmatch Circus, I should say, July 1st, July 2nd, four shows on two days. They should do that in Jersey. That's my opinion. Well, they did. And now Better they're here. I always think I'm, I'm biased because I live here. but <laughs> Right? We always yeah. want what we can't get sometimes. Exactly. That's how it works. But um yeah the um yeah June twenty fifth Joel Bateman versus Casey K- Kirk I should say I always call her Casey Cattell. Casey Cattell Kirk yeah but no Joel is coming back for that June twenty fifth so that's another one um there is a lot going on um yeah but Boston is also happening so Boston I know Murdoch Schlack's happening and Murdoch Schlack uh, that was a uh, lot the of Kirk fun. the Kirks the the We're couples. Fighting. Therapy yep. matches, I'm calling it. 
whenever couples fight, I always call it the couples therapy match. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, there is a lot going on. Um, also, shout out to RPW, my, a, a good friend of mine. I sponsored their last show in Chicago. So I was always happy to give them a shout on here. But um, yeah, and then um, just to kind of cap it off, um, Tremont's tag team deathmatch tournament is happening for yep. H2O. Um, not sure on the date, but um, just keep an eye on H2O, what they've I been think doing. I'm, I think I'm going with Cooper, John Cooper. Shout oh, out Coops. Cooper. Coops. Um, yeah, I missed the H2O shows this week. I was sick with bronchitis, but I'll be at the Atlantic City ones next weekend. So um, that'll be fun. And yeah, I just got to say this. I very rarely travel for shows. So Lauren, you know, this King of the Deathmatch stuff. Yes, you are traveling. It's going to be gonna be major, man. You're getting on a plane. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it's uh, but no, yeah. King of the Deathmatch is gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna be a lot for two days. So I'm down. I did the collective and I came out okay. No, I, exactly. Um, but um, also, yeah, with DMD, I want to get back to that. So I'm just looking here at the schedule. I believe so. DMDU's show on um. So there's the one show, Poor Decisions, that was on April 10th, is being released this Saturday, or this Wednesday. That was the one with, like, Cologne and Joel teaming up against Callan Butcher and Mad Dog was the main event there. I just, uh, yeah, I just was looking at that. So that's going to be released, and I believe the Not Here to 2, number 2, Fuck With Spiders, the one with Cologne Butcher is being released, I believe, the next week. Okay. So I believe. I could be wrong, but I... I think with the way it's looking, I think that's going to be what happens. It's always a, always good production quality. Always yeah, they, solid. It's a good watch. Um, so ICW, ICW in Boston is going to be Sunday, May 15th. Okay. FYI, it's a Sunday show. So that's a new one for them. I'm going to New Japan that day. Oh, yeah. Is it, where's New Japan at? Philly, 2300. Oh, we're at the 2300. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's everything. I think we have covered about everything in the world of deathmatch possibly. <laughs> um, as you guys can see, there's a lot to look forward to. There's a lot to watch. Um, deathmatch wrestling is starting to get into that summer deathmatch season craze. Um, it is always a um, it's always a really busy time. So make sure you stay hydrated. <laughs> make sure you are. Staying safe. Stay safe. And uh, sure. have fun at these shows. I mean, there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, whether you're watching IWTV, whether you're watching in person, um, there's always something for everyone. So um, that's all I got to say. It's, the summer's going to be here before you know it. It's already April 24th when we're recording this. This will be out the 26th. Um, so um, it's summer, baby. It's summer before we even know it. Wow. <clears throat> that being said, um, that's really all we have news-wise. Um, what's uh, I will say this. Um, I'm going to ask this to you. What has been in your mind deathmatch-wise over the last few weeks since we last recorded? Um, Just anything. Anything on the mind. my mind. Honestly, two things. One, obviously, TOS. I'm really, really excited to go to that. I can't wait. Just uh, my favorite show, obviously. But second, I just can't get out of my mind how good. And I've gone back and watched the clips a bunch of times. Cole versus Akira was. That might be one of my favorite matches that I've seen. And it happened at Planet Death, the collective. Yes. I just, I don't have, I don't have 
uh, anything bad to say about it. I have nothing but good. And it's just been in my memory, dude. It's been awesome. And I would just go back and watch that if y'all haven't yet. What about okay. you? So for me, I think the last few weeks, I think the Taurus Sugiera emergence to TOS has really, really taken me aback. I was That was one I really did not expect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, wow. Because I love when a Japan wrestler that many of the hardcore fans have seen makes their way to the States, and a lot of newer fans are not used to it. So I think for some of us, it's like, oh, we, we can see what Tor can do on the American stage. But for others, yeah. like, it's a new wrestler for fans to get to know and to see and to for keep sure. an eye yeah, on. To like, like we like, exactly. So that's a big one. Um, also on my mind is um, I will say it's been, it's been kind of a bit of a not low period, but I think we're, we're like getting to the point where it's like, okay, deathmatch season in the summer starting to get around. There hasn't been a lot of it since the collective, but now with the TOS qualifiers and what's what's going on, we're starting and with what happened in Detroit, and we're starting to get closer and closer. And um, yeah, it's a little it's, 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 it's going to be a lot of not, once June fourth hits the calendar, it's going to be nonstop from there. It feels like it just it's just that weird feeling I always get mm-hmm. the summer tournament season. Um, I thought. Tremont's the I thought the Ultra or Violent Kingdom was kind of that like precursor, like a little appetizer, little appetizer, which it had its moments. Wasn't everything that I thought it would be, but I think TOS is going to be like we're we're hitting the ground running. Summer Deathmatch season is here. Um, the glass will the be glass. K, K, the the emergence of Cage of Survival is really a big deal. I think everyone who was thinking it now is actually manifesting it and it's happening. Um, so I think there's a lot to be desired that's going to happen. Um, also just kind of a third thought. Um, I'm happy the money that we raised from the Takeda fundraiser has finally gone to him. I know it took a little bit, but it got that's to Takeda. Awesome. Um, so it's all the best wishes to Takeda. Um, he said he's going to be coming back to Deathmatch, So I, uh, I put out a tweet myself that well, we'll be waiting whenever that day comes. Yeah. Take your time, man. Um, I do miss him. I, I got to, I had the pleasure of meeting him at um, NGI and the after party and um, such a great spirit to be around really just likes to have fun. Um, yeah. He looks like this awe inspiring world beater in the ring, but outside of it, he is an absolute gem. Um, so I'd love to meet him. I'd love to see him. So he's yeah. really, he's really an awesome dude. So um Takeda, we're wishing you nothing but the best in this still tough time being a single father. So, um, but I'm glad the money got to him. And just, uh, thank you to everyone who donated back in February. It was really a great, of course, um, Mike was the one helping out with the Insta's live stream after the several hours of trying to troubleshoot. Dude, no one really knew uh, <laughs> that I was taking the bar exam the next day. Well, so I had the phone. I said, all right, you guys can use my thing, but I can't really be on this right now. So I put the phone down and just said, do whatever you want. And I yeah. was just like, <laughs> it was crazy. But yeah, it was good, good memories, man. Good memories. But um, yeah, that's like the third thing. So I think that's really all the thoughts I have to end the show. Um, thank you to everyone listening for this. Um, we'll have more news. We'll have more shenanigans. We'll have uh, more for you guys 
next episode. But for now, this little two, this episode will put you guys over for the next few weeks. Uh, for myself, so Michael Servino, Esquire. Have a good night. Have a good rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. And um, keep on enjoying some fuckery. That's what I got to say. Keep on enjoying some fuckery. Good night, guys. Good night, everyone. This has been a Countout Podcast.